You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Hello and welcome to Changing Lives. We are changing lives with the Word of God. And listen, what I want you to do right now is take a nap. Yes, actually take a nap. I'll explain. (laughs) Today, I want to share with you dealing with the rest because I think it's important, um, uh, you know, all the things that we go through in life, how important rest is. It's important to God. And so therefore, it should be important to us. And so God is, you know, when you look at it, you know, um, God is honored by the work that we do, you know, um, especially when we do it uh, for His glory. And, um, and certainly we get lots of benefits from the, from the work that we do, whether it be physical work, um, even, you know, um, soulish or mental work, um, or even spiritual work. And so, um, but we all know that after a while, you get tired, you get worn out, um, and you need to rest. And that's why God created, obviously, you know, for us to be able to go to sleep. Uh, doing a good portion of of a given day so that our bodies can restore itself and so that we can um, wake up refreshed the next day and start afresh and anew. And so, but that theme of rest is all throughout the Word of God, where God wants us to enter into that rest. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the physical rest, but the spiritual rest is very, very important because if you don't have that spiritual rest, certainly it's going to affect your physical rest. And so, in the Word of God, we know that when God created the the uh, the heavens and the earth, and He created everything in six days, and what did He do on the seventh day? He rested. Okay, and so and so uh, God set that standard for us, you know, to to honor, uh, you know, the seventh day or day out of. Uh, uh, whatever work we've done to rest. And and I can remember, you know, as I was growing up, you had, um, you know, Sundays was that day of rest and 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 there weren't any stores open. Um, you, you, there wasn't work that was done. You know, it was just people literally spending time with their families and resting. And uh, it's something as we traveled to, um, to Israel a couple of years ago um, and were able to... Um, to recognize how they honor uh, the Sabbath um, is is just amazing. Where they really shut down everything, you know. And so I think it's critical for us to get back to that place of the things that we do to rest. Um, we may not shut down stores and things like that because I don't know about you, but I do like to shop and shop. It's kind of one of those retail therapy type things. <laughs> but listen, you know. Nonetheless, rest is important to us. And so it was important to God, and He's showing us that He's setting that standard for us. And then even in the Word, uh, in, in, in the Ten Commandments, is where he, he, he said in the Ten Commandments, the original Ten Commandments, where He said to rest on the Sabbath day. And um, even there are times when He talks about um, uh, the land, the land that they were um you know, sowing seeds and having crops and things like that in the land, how the land need to rest to, you know, so let it rest for a certain period of time. And and then the next season, 
come back after that and then begin to plant again. So even the land had to have a period of time where it needed to be restored and the nutrients replenished back into it and all of that. So those are just things that that God shows throughout the fabric of his word that rest is important uh, to him. So when we look at rest, we we it's connected to peace. It's connected to refreshment. And I talked about the previous podcast about how God wants to take us to that place of a time of refreshing. Um, And so it's connected to relaxing. And when you look at that word relax, it means to lose uh, grip up, to to be less firm, um, to to not be so stiff, to just kind of let your hair down and and to just let things go. And in the world that we live today, there's so many things that cause us to be uptight, that cause us to be uh, stressed out, that causes us to constantly be on that treadmill, if you will, of doing things. So uh, you work a nine to five and then you come home, you cook, you do all kinds of different things. And um, you got this going on at church, you got that going on at church, you got this event going on online, you got this going on here and there. And it's constantly uh, just a, a, a a, a, a way of just doing things all the time. And, and you have to have that period of time where you just shut things down and you get the rest that you need. And so, um, so I talked about how um, our spiritual rest is really detrimental because really if you, if, 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 and they kind of, they actually do work hand in hand. If you don't get the physical rest that you need, then you can be uh, vexed in your spirit too as well. So it goes hand in hand. Um, Again, I always say God made a spirit, soul, and body, and he made no mistake about any part of our being that he made, but he did instinctly and distinctly make it so that our three-part being interact with one another and that one will cause the other to be in balance or out of balance. And so so when we don't have rest in our, our physical being or even in our souls, when I talked about emotional distress and needing emotional healing uh, in a previous podcast, and so it's that same thing. So if your spirit is, is, is not at rest, if your soul is not at rest, if your physical body doesn't go through those periods of rest, then it, then it, it, it equals the opposite, turmoil, distress, um, and, um, just chaos. And, and, um, and then that can lead to other emotions like anger and, and mad, being mad and, and frustrated and, and all of those things, discontentment, all of that connects to that. And so, so, so as we look at the, the spiritual side of rest, you get that spiritual side of rest by connecting to trust, trusting God. And I want to start out in Hebrews chapter four, where it talks about a rest that God desires for us. And it says, uh, the verse nine says, there remains therefore a rest for the people of God. Um, for, For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. So here it's showing that 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 God has a rest for us and that as we enter to his rest that means we have to cease from working. Okay? Cease from working physically, cease, cease from working in our minds. I mean, for me there's certain part of the day that it's like, okay, once we hit around 9 9:30 when it's close to bedtime for me, it's like 
I'm shutting things down. It's like it's time to put things aside. I'll, you know, I'll get it in the morning, you know, where I'm fresh, where I can think clear, where I can think, you know, and, um, you know, have fresh ideas and have a fresh approach to it. My body is replenished and um, then I can, you know, really go at it um, with a sober mind. And so, um, so it's that same thing. You have to cease not only from that physical, but that mental uh, capacity of thinking and 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 um and 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 trying to pro- solve problems and to figure things out. All of that needs to cease to give us a chance to replenish and to rest. But it's not just you waiting until that certain time of day in the evening to rest. It's a spiritual rest that we enter into when we trust God with things, which can really get us to that state where we're not trying to always figure things out. Um, So when we trust God, that means, God, you've got this. I don't have it all figured out. I don't, you know, the word talks about in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is a familiar scripture that a lot of us quote. Um, It may be even our favorite scripture, but it says to trust in the Lord uh, with all your our hearts and to lean not to our own understanding. And so when you're able to get into that state of trusting God, where you're not leaning to your own understanding, where you are acknowledging God in all of your ways, that means everything that you're dealing with, whether it's physical work that you have to do, or it's something that's a project mentally that you have to work through, um, uh, no matter what it is, when you enter into that state of trusting God, that God's got you, that God's going to show you, that God's going to lead you, that God's going to direct you, that God has the answer, then you're able to to cease from trying to tool so much in your um, in your in your a soulish part, in your spirit, and in your uh, physical being as well. Then you can just say, okay, I'm just going to let God work this thing out, and He may lead you. Uh, to do something, or he may lead you to a person. Um, he may lead you to an answer. You know, all kinds of things that he will do when we pull back and we enter into a rest to know that, okay, God, you got this. You're going to show me how to do this. You're going to show me the way. You're going to give me the answer. You're going to work this all out. That is a powerful state of being. And that is a, a, a the spiritual state of entering into the rest of God. And so, um, and so further down in that particular passage in uh, Hebrews chapter four, it goes down in the 15th verse. And w- well, we'll start at the 14th. It says, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our confession. So knowing all that we received through the finished work of the cross, that high, our high priest is Jesus, the son of God. And then it goes on in the 15th verse to say this, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, okay? But was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. And so when I look at that sympathize with our weaknesses, I think about how we in our humanity, we have to have rest because after a while, our physical body will will um will run out of energy our even our soulish part of us will will can run out of uh energy and vitality and and all kinds of things and so so God recognizes when we get to that point so so um 
So he sympathizes with that weakness. So it's a weakness and he sympathizes with it. 16th verse says this, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So this is again connected to that spiritual rest that when uh, when we learn to trust God, then we know, okay, if we trust God, then we go to him because he has the answers. He knows all. He sees all. He knows the beginning from the end, the end from to the beginning. He knows it all in between. He knows it all. And so when we come boldly to him before the throne of grace and our weaknesses in the things that we don't know, in the things that we can't obtain, in, in, in our lack of energy or our um, us falling short of uh, what we need, the power that we need, the strength that we need um, to obtain something or to achieve something, then we're able to get the mercy that we need and the grace that we need uh, from God. And so that is a powerful state of being to be in. So that rest is we trust God that he will take care of us. Um, um, we trust him that uh, that 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 he, that we take a that even if we take a day off you know cuz some of us are workaholics okay um we feel like the world is going to end if we don't take a day off you know and even you know if you're in that state where you may have your own business you have you may have things that you may be overseeing and you and and you're not resting because you feel like well if i if i stop if i take a day off then it's going to fall apart well, tell me, where is your trust lying? Um, first of all, if you go to God, to the throne of grace, he'll give you grace and mercy to show you how to set something up in such a way where if you have to take rest, and you should, um, that you that he'll give you the wisdom to know that, uh, how to orchestrate it in such a way uh, where you set the right people in the right place. And if the right people aren't in the right place, then when you go to God, okay, when you trust God, he can show you the, and lead to you the right people to help you to be able to take some time off, to, to take that rest, to step away, okay, whether that's spirit, soul, or body, okay? And so, so that's important. So, so it's through that obedience uh, and recognizing, um, you know, because obedience comes when we trust God, okay? Um, uh, it's a part of our walk with God. It's a part of our faith to trust God. We trust God with salvation, right? With Him saving us, and we trust that He's going to take us to, to heaven. Well, if He can do that, well, why can't we trust Him for the things that we deal with and go through on earth? That's a question, right? Yes, ponder that. Um, and so um, so there's a couple of things that I want to share and just give you scripture because this is Changing Lives podcast and we change lives with the word of God. So it's the word of God that's going to quicken you in these areas, okay? So of course, we, we talked about rest from work um, and God wants to refresh us. Um, and so, and it talks about, um, you know, where God took a day of rest. So that's an adjustment that I want to encourage you to make, that if you're not resting, if you're constantly working, constantly a workaholic, take a physical day of rest, even taking vacations, even if it's a vacation, you know, that that's in, in town, okay? Do what you got to do to take some time off, all right? And then rest from troubles. God wants you to enjoy 
the gift of stillness. And that's powerful. Psalms 37, 7 says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently. Do you know your quiet time with God is your place of rest? When you get up in the morning and you're stealing your heart, you're stealing your soul and you're going before God. And even when you wait on God to lead you and guide you and direct you in your quiet time, that is your place of rest. And so that's important. So having a quiet time is, is, is detrimental to our health, to our lives and to receiving health from trouble. Because trouble is going to come, right? We know that from the word of God. Where, well, where the word, where Jesus told us, he told us himself, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. Tribulation is what? Trouble. But then he said, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. He said, be not afraid, be not dismayed. Okay. And so he's letting us know that. But how do we affirm that? That's in his presence. When we be still before the Lord, when we wait patiently on him. Psalms 46 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. I mean, that's a scripture that that just resonated in my spirit when all the political unrest, and we still have a, a degree, a measure of that going on. When all the, the 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 racism and all those things going on, it's still it's still going on. And so when I still my heart in God, I know that He is God, and that He's going to be exalted. He's going to be exalted in the nations. He's going to be lifted up and God's going to, to cause things to line up according to his will in my life. And so I don't have to fret. I don't have to worry about what, what, what is my well-being going to be like. I don't have to worry about what, what is my future going to be like. What, what, is, what, what is my family? How is their future going to come? Because if, as I steal myself in God and as I know he is God, that's that trust again, trusting Knowing, resting is key. Glory to God. And so then also rest from anxiety. God wants to bring you peace, okay? I mean, if you ever want to know what God wants for you or what God has for you, it's in the word. Peace is all throughout the word of God, okay? Peace, he said, peace I leave with you. Um, You know, he wants us to have peace. He said, if you keep your mind stayed on him, he will keep you in perfect peace. Why Why is it peace that he wants to give us? Because that's that state of knowing that he's God. That's that state of, of, of trusting him. Hallelujah. So from anxiety. So in Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, do not be anxious about anything. We're talking about rest. When you're anxious about something, you can't rest. You can't rest in your soul. Your mind is going through turmoil. You're constantly worried about what what hasn't happened or what could happen. Um, You're constantly worried about how you're going to handle this or how is someone else going to react to this. says, do not be anxious for anything, but in every situation. Come on, look at that word, anything. Look at every. He's, 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 He's dealing with every situation that concerns us, everything. So don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, that means there's nothing that you go through that you should not be worrying about. 
that you should be worrying about, that you should be anxious about. I don't care what it is. So it says, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Oh, when you have that quiet time, you're able to present yourself, your request to God. What, 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 what do you need answers for? What, what do you need? What, what do you need resolve in? Um, what concerns you? It says, whatever it is, in every situation, bring it to God. And then it says, in the peace of God. Oh, wow. Which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Do you see how it's coming up again, dealing with understanding? Lean not to your understanding. Lean to his understanding. So he's going to transcend your understanding. And then as you do that, it will guard your heart. What will guard your heart? The peace of God, the knowing that he's God, the knowing that he's got you, the knowing that he's got you covered, the knowing that everything's going to be all right. That's that trust again. It's all in that melting pot of rest, resting in God to know that God's got you. Okay. And so, so rest from anxiety, right? The rest from busyness. Okay. Um, God wants to give you time to recharge. Um, in Mark 6, uh, he, he's talking to the people. Then because so many people were coming and going and they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. This is when he was in the midst of the crowd, Jesus with his disciples, and they were ministering to the crowd and the people were constantly coming, having needs and needing this and needing that. So they were constantly coming and going. Even in the midst of ministry, you need rest. If you don't get rest, how are you going to get something to be able to feed God's people? So Jesus knew this. So he told his disciples, y'all are worn out. You're worn out in your physical body. You're worn out in your spirit, your soul. You're just worn out. So come with me by yourselves, okay? By yourselves. Because sometimes we want to take everybody with us, okay? We want to include everybody because that's our heart. That's the heart of God to want to serve and to help people. But sometimes you got to realize that you can't give anything to anybody else except you steal away by yourself to be at a quiet place and to get some rest, okay? And sometimes that means taking a nap, all right? A physical nap, right? And so, uh, uh, kind of a funny story or just a, a, a really powerful analogy of taking a nap. I remember when Dr. Hickey, she came and ministered to us about her, some of her missions trips uh, overseas. And she was in this uh, foreign country where she was slated to, um, to minister a crusade and massive people were coming to receive from her ministry. And, but there were death threats on her life. Uh, she was in a country where they did not believe in God, where they weren't too kosher about her uh, having a crusade. Uh, she did healing crusade, as a matter of fact. And she, she would, the stories were coming to her about people having death threats on her life, and there were many death threats on her life. So she's in her quiet time with God, and she's seeking God. Well, God, should I move forward with having this crusade? I have these death threats on my life. And what was so profound, what God told her was, take a nap, just take a nap. And, and as she shared that, she began to share how she literally took a physical nap from all the distress of being concerned about uh, the death threats that are on her life. This, I mean, this is no light thing. Somebody trying to kill you because you, you're getting ready to minister the gospel to 
thousands of people, okay? That's not a light thing. But God simply told her to take a nap. That ministered volumes to me. And she going on to say how she got up from that nap and she was led to continue on with the crusade and many, many, many people got healed and many people got saved. And, and whatever happened with the death threats, they never came to pass. And so it was to God's glory. But it ministered to me that how much more, if I don't necessarily have a death threat on my life, a physical death threat, but we have spiritual death threats on our lives where the enemy is really driving us to the point where uh, he wants to kill us. And he wants to kill the dream that's in us, kill the vision that's in us, kill the call that's in us um, by having us worried, anxious, troubled, um, distressed about all these different things that are going on. And the message to you simply is take a nap, okay? Take a nap, whether it be a physical nap that God is telling you to take or take a nap spiritually from all that's going on. Uh, and steal away and get into the presence of God so that you can get that refreshing that you need, so that you can be restored. Even in the natural, when you don't take a nap, and that's something that I've really been, you know, doing whatever I can to, to prepare myself for a good night's rest, you know. So sometimes you have to do physical things to position you to even take a physical nap, I mean, physical um to sleep at night physically, you know, and so the environment in your bedroom, you got to make sure that's conducive, you know, um, you got to make sure that you don't have all the cell phones and devices and TV and all those things that can distract you and you, and you're watching TV late at night. Listen, just, just a, a, a tip. Don't fall asleep with the TV on. You fall asleep with the TV on in your room. You can guarantee that you leaving your spirit open for all kinds of things to to happen. You know, you never, you don't even know what's going on on TV, what kind of spirits are behind, whatever is going on. And certainly, you know, different movies and uh, messages that are coming forth in your, in your psyche. And so cut the TV off, even cut it off at a certain time before you get ready to go to bed. You know, so there's all kinds of things that we do that we should do in the natural. And, you know, um, but but it's important that we do whatever we can to preserve our physical rest. So some of you just need to go to bed early. You know, I used to call myself a, a night owl, you know, uh, you know, for the longest time I would I would stay up late at night, you know, and sometimes I call myself decompressing, watching HGTV, even that, you know, so I fall asleep on the couch and get up two o'clock in the morning and crying on the bed. And and by the time I get ready to get in the bed, I'm wide awake. I can't sleep. Why? Because all kinds of things were being fed into me. And, um, you know, and, and now I have to <laughs> decompress from that, you know? And so, you know, so I go to bed late and I have to get up early and I get up cranky and mean and short, you know, and I'm, um, you know, trying to figure out, well, why, why am I so frustrated? Well, it's because of the lack of sleep that I was receiving, you know, wasn't receiving. And so you have to look at that. And so God desires for us to have that balance some people require seven to eight hours of sleep. You find out what you require, um, but you have to make those adjustments. So I had to make the adjustment to go to bed at a decent time because I have to get up by virtue of the things that I need to do, you know, for myself, for my family, 
all of those things. And so some of you are at that stage where you need to make those adjustments. You, you're used to staying up late, you do video games, you do all kinds of things at night, and then you wonder why you're depleted of energy throughout the day. Well, because naturally you have not been resting. And so, uh, and then, so some of you, you know, need to look at emotionally, you know, are you receiving rest? Are you entering to that rest where you can trust God with your life? You can, that you don't have to be troubled, that you don't have to be anxious, that you don't have to be worried, you know? And so, um, are you trusting God? So these are questions that we need to ask ourselves because God certainly has it in his will for us to be at rest in spirit, soul, and body. So I encourage you to meditate on this message, find yourself in this message, and make the proper adjustments so that you can enter into God's rest. And guess what? Be able to take a nap. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, Find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.